podcast editor here. What will social media look like by the end of the year? Well, today, Dan and Lloyd talk about a comprehensive report from Talkwalker and HubSpot, predicting trends from the ever-changing world of social media. And Dan and Lloyd have a few bold predictions of their own. Happy to make some predictions. Yeah. So then I can I can be like Gary V and do another when, video. Like in ten years, I'll be like, I said this in 2022. <laughs> it will be a success. Yeah. But obviously, in Gary V's voice, we'll hear about TikTok spreading their net even wider, and we'll also hear about the seemingly inevitable rise of the metaverse. I don't think it's a huge step from what we're doing now. The big step is like the laptops on your face. Yeah. For more on the report discussed here, you can go to talkwalker.com forward slash social hyphen media hyphen trends. That's talkwalker.com forward slash social hyphen media hyphen trends. Right, let's get on with the show. This is episode 78 of the Business Anchors podcast. We're just a couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. So, Dan, get your crystal ball out, your marketing crystal ball. Um, what's what's coming for marketing in 2022? <laughs> well, Lloyd, funnily enough, talk... No, no, get your crystal ball out then. Uh, yeah, I've just got it out, okay. Mm-hmm. Where? It's in front of me, Lloyd. They're listeners, they can't see. Like, oh! The, what, the people watching oh. oh, yeah, there. Yeah, there. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. So what I can see is... Is that a marketing one in particular? Yeah, a marketing okay. crystal right. What I can see is a really comprehensive report that, that Talkwalker and HubSpot actually produced. And they, they included insights from some of the, the biggest marketing experts in the world. Right. Um, and I, I feel like mm. there's lots of that that we're going to share in this Oh, it's quite a boring crystal ball then. No, no, no it's actually no. really interesting. Oh, right. There's okay. lots of interesting things we can talk about. Oh. And they actually included me in it as well. Oh, definitely not boring then. So... Um, no, in, in all honesty, it's a really good, it's called like social media trends report 2022. Um, and you can download it for free at talkwalker.com forward slash social hyphen media hyphen trends. And it's a free report. It's, um, yeah, got insights and predictions from a whole range of really brilliant marketers and me. Um, and in this podcast, I thought it'd be good to just highlight some of the key kind of insights that they share in there just so that all the listeners are up to date with what's going on in the Great. social media world so if you're interested in business marketing or social media this is the perfect episode for you to plug into enjoy and really learn some great stuff that will help you in 2022 exactly God, brilliant <laughs> exactly yeah so before we go into these really great insights from this really comprehensive report yeah do you have any like predictions or things are you a big predictor of stuff or social media yeah social media um am i a big predictor i don't think i necessarily have a reputation of being a big predictor <laughs> um but <laughs> um lloyd big predictor yeah <laughs> yeah you know what they said do you know lloyd no oh yeah, bit, yeah that, that big guy big predictor yeah um but uh happy to make some predictions yeah so then i can i can be like gary v and do another when, video like in 10 years i'll be like I said this in 2022. It will be a success. Yeah. But obviously, in Gary Vee's voice, not in that way. Yeah. Um, so, shall I make some predictions? Yeah, go on. Let's hear okay. what, are you, what are you thinking. Okay. It's going to happen. TikTok will continue to take over everyone's lives and be a plat- the, the, the main social platform for the world. Yeah. 
That's it's it's scary how much it manipulates you to just keep watching it. Yeah, which is why I think I that's think a good prediction. That's why I'm saying it. Like my, I see myself and others, and the amount of time people are on it. Uh, it's scary. It's it's happened to me, and I'm trying <laughs> to fight it. So I think it's happening to lots of people. And the more and more, and it's starting to get rid of that reputation of oh, it's for young people, and dancing. the reputation of oh, it's just people dancing and lip syncing. Mm. I think. This year has been the transition of people still saying that. And towards the end of the year, I'm not hearing that anymore. Mm. And even in business, people aren't saying like, well, do you think we should be on TikTok? Isn't that all for young people? They're mm. just like, yeah, we need to be on TikTok yeah. now. Um, so that's one. I personally think LinkedIn massively need to up their game if they want to stay relevant. Mm. Um, I think... Um, I, I don't see currently like a competitor of LinkedIn for like business social mm. side but i think there was a business time when, when content was on linkedin was really uh, was really improved i think 2020 2021 mm. where or sort of the beginning of 2021 it seems like there was better quality stuff on there mm. and i feel like it's dropped again and it's just uninteresting and yeah. lazy and I don't think there's enough there to attract people to use the platform regularly. Yeah. I have to agree. I, I'd say maybe not as extreme as that, but I like trying to analyze my own LinkedIn, the way I use it. I'm not enjoying scrolling and consuming content as much. Yeah. Whereas TikTok, it's brilliant because it's manipulating me with yeah. all the brilliant content. Whereas LinkedIn, I think you are right. There's definitely good stuff happening, but... I don't get as much of a buzz like, oh, there's this brilliant thing. Oh. I think the overall quality of what's in my LinkedIn feed mm. isn't good enough to keep me like wanting to come back to the app or the, the website. Do you know what some may say to you? Mm. That's your own fault because you're not um, getting rid of people who are posting rubbish content and you're not following new people who are creating good content. But if I, as a user, have to go through this elaborate process to make it a good thing... Yeah, uh, that's so, another so do, more friction. So do millions of people, mm. and they won't. So yeah. I think the platform uh, and the algorithm and all that jazz yeah. need to adapt because if you're relying on users to make changes to make the platform mm. good solely, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I think that's also, like for us as an agency, a lot of our work comes from LinkedIn, so it's something we need to keep an eye on. And also, like, diversify but where I, we're getting business from. But I guess, but that's that's kind of my point. I think it's too easy to be uh, to be good, which at is LinkedIn, good for us. Which is good for us. Like the the bar. I'm not. Mm. I'm not not downplaying like us, but yeah, other plat like to 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 get through to sh loads of people on mm. TikTok in a meaningful way mm. uh, and get business leads and stuff would be much harder because there's so much competition of mm. stuff that people want to consume. Mm. Whereas LinkedIn, I still think there's not enough really great stuff on there. Yeah. I think ev everyone needs to up their game mm. and the platform. Personally, I just think for it to have longevity for the next decade and beyond. I also think there's a lot of manipulation of the platform as well with the whole pod thing mm. um, of people like getting in a group and then all commenting on each other's stuff. And then it, that feeds the algorithm and then you always see the same people's posts with their mates saying this is a good post yeah. and yeah there's still a lot of that going on whereas i feel like other platforms that's not not yeah. happening as much yeah yeah so they're just my two things then mm. tiktok boom mm. everyone is on it and 
doesn't ever look yeah. at anything else. And I think, like I said, I really think LinkedIn needs to improve if it's going to stick around for the next 10 years. Um, but as my boring predictions. Ooh, no, what about you? So um, just off the top of my head, this isn't what I, the exact quote that I used for the uh, report or anything. But right. um, the continued rise of TikTok is unquestionable. So you actually copied my idea. Right. Uh, the platform offers such a low barrier to entry when it comes to producing creative bite-sized video content whilst offering the opportunity of huge organic reach and engagement. So I think in terms of like the barrier to entry to create content on LinkedIn, on, on sorry, on TikTok is you need a phone. You don't need a huge amount of production skills mm -hmm. and knowing how to use a camera. It's literally people just pick, it's similar to like, it reminds me of the early days of Insta stories and Snapchat when before to make a video, you had to kind of know what you were doing with, mm -hmm. whereas now you can produce much lower um, kind of produced content. Some of the TikTok videos I've shared on LinkedIn have helped generate hundreds of thousands of revenue for our video and social media marketing agency. So we found that um, some of them, our most effective videos on LinkedIn mm -hmm. have been TikTok videos that have been repurposed. Mm -hmm. So one of the questions I recently did a, a live Q&A with HubSpot and TalkWalker talking about this. And one of the questions they said was like, is TikTok a B2B platform? And I was like, currently, no, I don't think it is. But... Um, there's creative ways currently you can use it to gain value as a B2B business. Mm -hmm. For example, how we've done it is producing creative TikTok videos and then posting them on uh, LinkedIn. Like like one of mm -hmm. our semi-viral videos was, remember when we won a really big deal and we had we did, and I made a video where we like, yeah. it captured us hugging and it was the music and yeah. stuff, which sounds really weird. But that did really well. Mm. Um, I guess this is what I was saying about TikTok smashing it and LinkedIn not being good though. So, the same content uh, we have taken from TikTok, where it's it's done all right, mm. put it on LinkedIn, and it smashed it because mm. the the competition is so much yeah. lower of yeah. good quality content. And one of our biggest Knowlton secrets, okay, and this, this is one of our biggest Knowlton secrets for for having success on LinkedIn and where we get our ideas from. We get a lot of our creative inspiration from TikTok, and then utilize that inspiration to come up with our own creative concepts that's how we've done a lot of our creative entertaining content that shows, we get lots of that ideas. shows where the creativity is at the moment mm. though in you know at the end of 2021 and going into 2022 mm. if we're finding we're getting insp creative inspiration through tiktok and then we're using that to to do stuff on other platforms i think that really tells yeah. the story as yeah a, we're not going to linkedin for inspiration yeah, are we as a business as well we're not saying as a, as a girl lip syncing to videos, which is a, what everyone seems to seem to think it was. Yeah. Oh, we're getting great inspiration for what to lip sync to. We're saying yeah. as a B2B business, we're, we're getting our inspiration for our content to yeah. help us grow our business yeah. and win business from TikTok. And, and I'll give you a specific example now. So we're being specific with this. Thank you. A recent example, actually. So a, re a recent video we produced that I actually reposted the other day was... Um, uh, a video kind of poking fun at LinkedIn influencers, inverted commas, when they, those elaborate stories, if, if anyone's listening and they're on LinkedIn, people post these elaborate stories where they say like, I was on the way to a job interview and I saw a, uh, a dog outside and I gave it some money and then I found out he, the dog was interviewing me for like, like elaborate made yeah. up stories basically. Yeah. So we did, I saw a video of a guy basically taking the piss on, on TikTok 
like kind of this really elaborate story and i thought oh we could do a really funny version of this so then we scripted our own version yeah which was yeah it's interesting it really as well. well with the like the kind of limitations of the tiktok platform there's really great ideas that have been done simply and i guess on other platforms we can flesh them out more and build on that um, yeah so if we're going to post yeah. a, a more highly produced video that's like two minutes long we can build on the creativity that we've that has yeah. inspired us from a short form video that's shot on a that's plan. a really good point and from a strategic point of view we can then take those kind of tiktok style videos and trends and then sprinkle our strategic showing credibility demonstrating we're good at what we do um, and that kind of thing within a video to make it like more of a marketing tool than just a funny video that's yeah. how we kind of yeah exactly mm. so that was mine in this so in this report which honestly i really recommend everyone should download um there was like 10 key themes that these experts around the world have they basically their process is to reach out to a load of marketing experts ask them for the for their predictions and then they produce these themes from the responses from these marketing experts right. and they've done surveys and stuff so I'll just I'll let you know the the 10 themes and then we'll dive into a couple of them and just have okay. a so the first one Lloyd yep. is actually in line with what you and I said TikTok will take over social media leaving other platforms to adapt so other it's not just us that were saying this like the mm. multiple people must have said this for them to actually have a theme on it and um, the second one social ads will develop as cookies get crunched obviously like the iOS 14 updates have happened and that's caused a big stir in the ads world so that's mm -hmm. something that's going to change um, the next one, social selling will simplify the customer journey. Interesting. Okay. Uh, the next one, post-pandemic content will shape up to consumer needs. Number five, omni-channel engagement will change the way consumers engage with social media. Number six, maturing influencer marketing will finally come of age. It's really interesting how different these themes are. Mm. Like they've gone to a whole range of different yeah. experts. Um, number seven, brands will lead uh in social media decentralization number eight the metaverse will be the next consumer connection i think we've seen a lot of changes in that um like facebook changing their name to meta and, yeah. and lots of interesting things happening there number nine brand inclusivity will be uh brand critical and number 10 communities will develop and take control c take control consumers have a choice but so, uh, are you all right <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some really interesting... I think what's interesting is the the TikTok thing that we've said. Mm. Did you know, um, in terms of the speed of a platform getting to 1 billion monthly active users, where do you think TikTok comes compared to all of the other platforms? Um, I imagine as you're bringing this up as a question, uh, <laughs> it will either be the slowest or fastest. Mm. Uh, and Well, not necessarily. Oh, okay. But I, well, from I would say quickly yeah okay so um out of facebook whatsapp youtube instagram wechat tiktok and facebook messenger mm -hmm. tiktok was the second quickest platform to get to a billion monthly active users and it took them 5.1 years what was the first uh facebook messenger with four years oh, but that's cheating because yeah, facebook's already that's cheating. got two billion mark zuckerberg cheating yeah. But it took, how long do you think it took Facebook to get to 1 billion monthly active users? Uh, 8.7 years? <laughs> yeah, because you're looking at my notes. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm, Which interesting. is interesting. Like, and it's like, we've seen the fast rise of TikTok. I remember when TikTok, 
TikTok used to be musically and then it changed mm -hmm. to TikTok. But in the musically days, like no one in business was looking mm. at it like that's something that we can use in the future. It was just mm. people dancing and doing, you know. From the work we've done as well and the data, the, the cost per click um, that you can get from TikTok is much cheaper than currently um, achievable on a, a platform mm. like LinkedIn or Instagram. Yeah. Um, on average. I, and I think people haven't caught on to that. People are still, mm. and even when you say that, cost per click is cheap. And they're like, oh yeah, but what is it? What, girls lip, lip syncing? Like, <laughs> no, Martin, <laughs> stop saying that. It's not relevant to everything we say about TikTok. Yeah. Um, you know, people that are clicking on ads mm. to buy a product yeah. or a service, it's cheaper to get them to your website from TikTok than most of these other platforms. That's yeah. Surely that is going to drive so much more attention in the next year or so towards TikTok. And also in terms of like organic, so that's like paid stuff, organically mm. being able to go semi-viral or reach a huge audience. Mm. We've proven how this is possible. You know, we've run client campaigns. When you produce enough variety of content on TikTok, something is going to pop. Yeah. Even recently on our Knowlton TikTok, yeah. we set Yaz a challenge of make us go viral within a month. Yeah. And she did it. We got like 250,000, or like, I don't know what your class is, viral now. Yeah. Maybe that's semi-viral. Viral doesn't mean anything really. No. You can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah, and with our client, like, uh, that we, our first client that we uh, went big on TikTok on mm. and have, had it as a ma the main focus for the entire um, campaign, um, we had, uh, when we were starting out, we had TikToks that were getting like uh, 150 views. Mm. And then the next one uh, would get, 250,000 <laughs> and then the next one will get like 4,000 yeah. and then we had one with over a million yeah. you know in the first like couple of months mm. of that campaign so like you said if you if you're doing enough trying enough testing enough mm. there's uh, the ability there to reach a huge amount of people um, without yeah. spending anything necessarily it's that variety as well mm. um, another one of the other themes that I find really interesting and we're definitely no experts in this at all so speak for yourself I'm pretty much uh, an expert in most things the metaverse oh yeah <laughs> yeah me and Zucks have had a few chats about it but I think um, what's really interesting when like you think about the metaverse which is basically a virtual world like imagine this but it's like you, like like VR but um, more advanced mm -hmm. so imagine in 20 years us uh, we wake up rather than going to work we just plug into the metaverse and we we work from our office in the metaverse. We go for lunch with our friends in the metaverse. I don't necessarily personally think feel like this is a good thing. I don't know. Like imagine if imagine us everyone's sort of going on about the metaverse. Mm. Yeah, we can we can do in this virtual world and mm. imagine like you barely see anyone in real life because it's so advanced that you just plug into your head. Do you think that's a good thing? Um I I don't think it's a good or a bad thing. I think this is something we constantly as humans fall into with new technology mm. and new things. We're like, right, there's two boxes. Which one's it going in? Yeah. Is it good or bad? And I think at the moment you've got, um, it's very polarized. You've got people hugely excited by the metaverse. Mm. Like this is a whole new revolution of like how the world's going to be. And then people, mm. I suppose like you, but an exaggerated version mm. What, you're not gonna see any real people. Yeah. Great. What you're just gonna put yeah. a headset on and watch girls lip syncing, are you? <laughs> no, Martin. That was TikTok. Um, and I think uh, there's gonna be it's gonna be somewhere in the middle. Mm. I think it is. 
I think it's hugely polarizing because it seems like such a big chain. Like I suppose, like you're saying, it goes from zero to what? So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna put that on, be there all day, not see any real mm-hmm. people. I think the reality is, uh, just like we're our screen time on our phones. So mm. I don't know what yours is. I don't know what mine is at the moment, but I know hours. that people are spending hours on average daily on their phones. Mm. Um, and we, there's some real positives to that. And there's, there's some real negatives. I can be WhatsApping my grandma who lives in Spain and uh, we've got that connection. Also I'm scrolling on TikTok for an hour um, rather than playing with my child. <laughs> Negative. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's not, so so that isn't good it's or not black or white. bad. And you have people mm. that are polarised on that. Oh, staring at your phones. Yeah. It's the worst thing ever. And I think it's the same with the... It will be the same with the metaverse. Mm. It's not just good or bad, but mm. we feel like we have to make it one of those. Yeah. I think it, it will be bad if mm. your metaverse screen time is all your life. <laughs> just like if you're on your phone all your life. Yeah, we'll never see and you again, Lloyd, will we? You'll be yeah. watching those girls lip syncing in the metaverse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Martin. Um and it will be, it will probably be bad mm. if in a decade's time you are refusing to enter the metaverse. Yeah. Because you'll be, uh, you'll, you'll lose job opportunities, impact. you'll lose social yeah. opportunities, you'll le- you lose opportunities to learn. So I think both ends mm. of the spectrum, if you're polarized, will be negative. I also think a lot of people, this whole theory of the metaverse, like what we've just described, you wake up, you plug yourself in all day, then you like... I think a lot of people are skeptical that that people would even do that. But I don't I don't think it's a huge step from what we're doing now. Like we're right now so we're moving to this thing of so many people working from home. Mm. So you're working on a laptop or you're looking at your phone. Yeah. Right? You're not really Pe- in the real world. People are doing that. Some people over well no, if you think average screen time and time on the laptop working from home over Six, 12 seven, hours yeah. because you're 8 hour working yeah. day on that screen. It's just a different four hours platform yeah uh on that one and like it's not really a huge step the 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 big step is like the laptops on your face yeah like that's that's <laughs> but do you see what i mean like we're already in yeah. this zone where oh i'm not going to the office yeah i'm not meeting my friend for lunch i'm uh having a zoom call and yeah. i'm on whatsapp with my friend like the the big change is that's just mm. a bit more permanent like it's on your eyes and you're in yeah. a virtual environment rather than video calling and also there's clues there's clues in in humans current behavior to show how they're already uh, like uh, embracing this kind of thing if you think of Mm. um fortnite right fortnite is uh, compared to is like a digital game where you're Mm. in a digital world um has more active users and people doing it than playing football in real life so Mm. i looked up there's like 350 million people playing Fortnite and 265 million people play football in real life. American football or uh, soccer? Uh, soccer. Okay. Um, if you also think about, you know, eventually people are going to, like there's people buying property mm. in the metaverse. You're going to mm. have a character that, that you want um, people to, to perceive in a certain way. So you're going to buy skins and stuff. If you imagine mm. like Fortnite, you can buy skins and gaming, mm. you can buy, buy clothes and things. People are already spending money on like face tuning apps for Insta to yeah. make them look a certain way so that they perceive in a certain way. All of these signs are showing that when it just changes to, it's same as like looking at your phone or your screen, mm. but you're plugged in. People are going to, it's That's not going to be as exactly big a step as you point. think. I think it's a smaller step than people are making it out. It's like, and, and I do think it is going to have a huge impact. 
Mm. But people think it's this new thing where, like you're saying, there's been signs over the like the last 10 years mm. that are moving towards that kind of thing. Yeah. I think one challenge, mm. and I think something uh, that, that will be exaggerated as a challenge. So as uh, like uh, web 2.0 of social media and platforms came into place, mm. you've got this online, you, the first time you kind of had an online life and an offline life mm. before when it was just like, I'm just on Ask Jeeves and reading blogs. <laughs> that wasn't kind of a life. That was just a, it was like a tool I yeah. used. And people get overwhelmed and suffer mentally from trying to keep up this online persona and mm. also dealing with things in their offline life. Mm. And I think that's a challenge for a lot of people and people feel pressured. I think this may exaggerate that. Like, I, you know, if you're, if I'm like trying to think, right, I need to be a better husband and a father and in, re play, in the real world in the real world playing with my son and oh i've got these i've got to paint that room and because my that'll make my wife really happy mm. um and then also you're like i've also got to help my mate build his virtual house and i said <laughs> i'd give him a hand i think you're going to have like two the pressure of two lives yeah and trying to keep up appearances mm. and like keep people happy in mm. both those lives and i think that that's going to be a challenge in the future mm. and I think one of those is going to fall by the wayside. Mm. It's going to be hard to be the best you can be yeah. in both worlds. Like you said, I think it's going to bring a lot of good and a lot of bad to yeah. the world. Yeah. Same as social media. Yeah. You know, all the amazing things. So don't just try and put it in the good or bad box. Mm. It's going to be both. I think yeah. I'm just not sure on the split yet. Yeah. Um, and I think we we never will know. Like social media, there's still, there's still the argument. So... What when was like Facebook 2005, 2007, mm. something I don't know, something yeah. like that. We're still arguing now whether social media is good, a good mm. or a bad thing overall. It's both, and everyone has their own opinions. Mm. I think we have to accept that the metaverse will be both. We just don't quite know. Yeah. Yet. Cool. Well, oh, there's that, that was that was a much better conversation <laughs> about the metaverse than I thought <laughs> yeah. we had. Um, so yeah, I think just just in summary, I really. Th would recommend everyone going and downloading this free report that has all of this and more in detail with loads of opinions from lots of clever people. Um, so it's talkwalker.com forward slash social hyphen media hyphen trends. And yeah, it's just a really comprehensive report that's going to help put you ahead of the game when it comes to thinking about what's going to be happening this year in the social media space. Great. I, I really enjoyed, I haven't spoken to you about the metaverse in our real life outside the podcast. <laughs> Oh, that was interesting getting into yeah. that. So now we just have to wait and see um, in a year's time, five years time, if we can go back to these clips. Yeah. Because this podcast may be in the, I mean, you you could make a podcast. I've seen agencies actually. There's, there's a guy yeah. I met at um, Agencynomics that their agency has built, like, he did a presentation in the metaverse. Yeah. Well, I think without a doubt in in the future, we'll be doing, I don't know if we'll call it a podcast, might be like a zodcast <laughs> or, or a better name and like the the our listeners and viewers will be sat here next, next to us yeah. and looking at both mm. of us and potentially it's live and we have yeah anyway yeah. there's yeah there's so much opportunity and so many things there's too much too much opportunity yeah uh currently for us to work out what that's gonna be <laughs> yeah but it's gonna be really interesting to see over the next few years um great Cool. So thanks for listening, guys. And we yeah. will see you in your ears next week. See you in your ears next week. Bye. Bye.